because of the fact that nobody ever thought, and if you remember when we started off the show. In April. What we did is we challenged the people out there to call in and tell us how long did they think we would hold on to home field advantage for the 2008 Super Bowl. And we just lost it. And we held on till de- to uh, December 16th. Until the second Next to the last game of the season. I mean, Second right. I mean, right. I mean, talking about all the teams and you know and the playoffs now. Mathematically, some people, the Dolphins were out of it after the first game. <laughs> yeah, <they were laughs> you know? the Dol- anyway, when you look at the whole thing, I mean, the Cardinals really. I mean, on the blogs, on the newspapers here in, in, the, in the state of Arizona, they were all. You know, it's the same old thing. Like I've been saying, you know, it's 20 years of losing. I'm sorry, 19 years of losing. I mean, losing seasons. They have never in one year 98 got to the playoffs. And um, they're already saying again, wait till next year. You know what? Wizen, Coach Wizen Hunt, do this, do that, was on the air on, on, the, on the sports uh, channels last night, uh, you know, saying all this crap. We're, we're, we're working toward it. We're, we're, we got better. You know, I don't think so. I mean, if, if they would have man, if they, l- l- listen, don't do that. Don't give up on it. You know what? I told I, you I this when I got here. I, here's the problem when I you, got here. I told you that there are too many people here that are transplanted that are from some other city in America, which had a decent football team that perhaps maybe won the Super Bowl, and so they come here expecting a winner. But you know what? I've been here 20 years. But listen, those very same people who finally got a Super Bowl champion... They had to wait 20 years before they yeah, got the Super Bowl the, champion. Yeah, well, the Eagles didn't get the Super Bowl, and I'm still an Eagles fan. Well, they no, they got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they, they never win. They just didn't win. Yeah, they well, got their, I'm they still got an Eagles twice. fan. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. But I, I, I'd be a fan of the Tweety Birds if, in fact, they would they would do something. I mean, every I mean, give them 25 years. They need five yeah, more. They need <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you as a former player, and Ray played for the Eagles and the Browns. I mean, when you watch that game on Sunday. I mean, what did you think? I mean, New Orleans, what did you... Uh, the, the, game's on, the game is going to put you in the playoffs or give you a really good chance. I mean, it was pathetic. Well, you know, one thing... Horrible. I, 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 I've said this to you before. You know, a football player, our mentality uh. remains the same at all times. It's one goal, and that is win. We don't care how you win. It could be ugly. It could be pretty. You can blow them out. But when it's all said and done, at least have one point more than the other team right. has. And you should right. play that way yeah. because well, it's they really don't. not over to the very end to, of the to game. To the fat lady and, and you know what? And we're going to get into it because, you know, Westbrook, you know, he Look kept his head in the game. He and John Runyon had their heads in the game. Right. And they did some things to assure that they didn't lose that now, game. everybody in the country is talking about the Eagles and the Dallas game where right at the end of the game with two minutes to go or what, whatever it was, whatever time it was, I can't remember, but it was about two minutes there, here comes Westbrook. He takes the ball. He runs down the field, and he's going to go in for the touchdown. I have never seen this in pro football. And Ray, you play you play ball all your life. Have you ever seen somebody just drop on the one yard line? I thought that was absolutely terrific. And I didn't see John Runyon. Uh, you did. I didn't see Run. Run. Apparently, Runyon was doing what? He was putting him to come down. John, what happened was at either at the in the huddle or at the break of the huddle, John Runyon said to Westbrook, who he knows is a great player and has a chance to break. Any play and turn it into a long run and a touchdown said to him that in the event that you, you know, get to the goal line, don't score. Right. Now, you want to know what's so ironic about this? Yes, I, I, I can actually remember something that happened just like this in 1986. The Cleveland Browns, of which I was on that team. Okay. Played in a playoff game uh-huh. against the New York Jets. Okay. In a double overtime. Okay. And Freeman McNeil, almost the same kind of play, broke loose. Uh-huh. And he, almost the same amount of yards and went into the end zone and scored. But guess what happened? That gave them the chance to give the ball back to us right. with enough time on the clock. And Bernie Kozar took him home. Took we him scored home. and we won. And you won the game. Now, what Westbrook did is that, listen, they still need two scores, but there's a chance if we kick it off to them, they could run the kickoff Well, back. you know what's really funny about the whole thing? Troy, and then onside kick and they win the game. You know what the whole thing is? The funny thing about, the, about that, that, that whole play is Troy Aikman didn't know what was going on. They were, like, shocked. The announcers were like, huh? What are they doing? Yeah, they didn't. Hey, listen, we got a call on the line. I think Bob, we got a guy on there from Pennsylvania. Bob Perlman. Bob, welcome to the Voice America Sports Radio Network with hey, Ray Ellis. Enjoying the show very much, Ray. I've seen you play uh, so many times, uh, both at Ohio State and for the Eagles. Though I canceled my Eagles season uh, tickets in 81 because of the behavior of the crowd. But I'm telling you, uh, you were a great player. It's great to have you on the air. Well, Bob, listen, I certainly appreciate that. I appreciate you watching and, 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 and especially you calling in. But you know what? You know, you're gonna, it's always something that's ironic to me. But I knew I went to a book signing years ago when Buddy Ryan ran me out of town. Okay. And it was an author of a book 
that was there, and I was there, you know, to participate in the festivities, and his name was Bob Perlman. Could well, that's, the same, Bob Perlman? That's, that's the same. I mean, I'm pretty ancient. I'm 18 years younger than Paul Newman, 12 years younger than Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I'll be 65 in a few days. Hey, Bob, this is Fan Man. Say hi. Hey, how you doing? Hey, okay. Fan Man's from Philadelphia uh, as well. But, uh, you know, Bob, you know what? The ironic wait, thing about Bob, 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 Bob looks... Like, like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you so much. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. No, I didn't even realize Without you were the at steroids. that uh, you know, signing. Thank, thank you for remembering since it was uh, 21 uh, years years ago. Hey, Bob, uh, what part, uh, hey, yes. Bob, Bob what, it's Fan Man. What part of Pennsylvania are you in? Well, I, uh, I grew up in North Philadelphia, and for this reason, I'm very... Right now, I live in Plymouth Meeting, which is like uh, uh, I know where that's 20 at. minutes that's not, outside. Yeah. But where are you from? Uh, Philly. What high school? I went to Central. I went to Cardinal O'Hara. Nobody oh, from right. Nobody I know O'Hara from... well, and uh, uh, Jeff Randazzo uh, was someone who uh, I've had the pleasure of speaking to. He was a professional baseball pitcher, a great basketball player, and mm-hmm. you know got injured. And uh, but now he has a uh, a hitting and pitching school uh, right outside of uh, I think it's Springfield. Hey That's Bob, cool. listen. Uh, thanks for calling in. I wanted to ask you a question. Did you uh, get a chance to see that Cowboy game? I sure did. I've never seen anything like it in my life. I've seen so many amazing things. But I think the thing that amazes me most, and I was not that secure. I was a basketball player, and I would shoot like 5 for 19 or, you know, sometimes 7 for 7. But I always was concerned about the personal statistics. And for West. Brooke, to do something like that, I have never seen anything like that. I That's thought, Bob, that was the greatest thing ever. When he when he fell down like that and just dropped down, I thought I was I was that was the best entertainment I've seen in in fifteen years of the NFL football. That was great. Well, I it, it was like we could have someone like this go and talk to the kids. I've seen a lot of the boxers like Bernard Hopkins and Marvis Fraser and Larry Holmes talking to kids in the inner city because. It's been publicized all around. We've had like 375 murders in the city. I yeah, the, the, the Philly's going, the murder capital of the world. Yeah, I have the honor of going into the schools and talk to the kids. And for some reason, I'm very comfortable in the area, and nobody nobody bothers me. But it is. I'm looking for more people, if you know of any, closer to the age and closer to the hue to talk to the kids. But listen, guys, I am sure in 2008 that. It's going to be the year of the human being. So we're we're going to turn things around. Money's been important. Machines have been important. But let's have a resurrection of uh, of the human beings. Hey Bob, I think you I think you got that during the city of Philadelphia. You got some great athletes that always reach out into the community. I was there, as a matter of fact, when when I did that book signing with you because the Eagles organization had you know suggested that I go. That was before they cut me earlier in the. They in the forced week. you to go. <laughs> and, did and they I, force you? And I, no, no, no. I had a personal oh, service contract, you. and it was something I enjoyed. But you know, they, the athletes there in Philadelphia, they always seem to connect to the community. The community embraces them, even though they're trying to run Donovan out of town, right? Oh, now, and, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Are, are they still trying to run him out of town after he beat the Cowboys? Well, I don't think so. Now we're rather fickle. We people. Yeah, wait till from, next uh, the next no, game from Philadelphia. I even though I don't go to the games anymore, I cancel my Eagles season tickets in '81. I still root for the Eagles. It's just that I was in the Army three years and you know had to fight a little bit and all that stuff. And North Philadelphia, we had a fight, so I don't have to go to the Eagles games. You know to fight. It, are they? Are they going to run Donovan out? I personally think that enough bad blood has passed between the the fans and Donovan. I think Donovan wants out. I think the fans probably, they look at like Michael Vick or something like that, they don't realize that they have a, a pretty good human being. His personality may not be charismatic. But he's a, an upstanding human being. Well, I think, I, he, you I, know, when you say that, you know, uh, he's really been one of the more charismatic athletes in the league. He's had, he's had these Campbell Soup commercials for years. You yeah, know, him and his mom. He's always been very marketable. The advertisers have been there. He's they love made, him. Yeah, he's made the money. You um, know why they love him? I'll tell you, Bob and Ray. They love him because when he makes a mistake on the field, he smiles. I mean, he, he has that he has that charisma and that. Well, I think uh, that's the part that really pisses them off. Well, no, that doesn't piss me off because he made a mistake or they didn't they, they didn't follow through on the play. But they always then come back and do follow through on the play. Well, Can't Philadelphia win. Philadelphia is a strange town, and sure we like is. guys who that's are down and dirty. And when Donovan smiles, it isn't popular in this city. He's always composed, and there's something about Philadelphia people over the years. We don't like people who are composed. Maybe hey, Bob, let me run this down to you. 
I'm going to run some <laughs> yeah, names off. Go ahead. Too, okay? Go ahead. Mike Schmidt, Charles Barkley, Julius Irving, Allen Iverson, and now we have Donovan McNabb. What is it that the city doesn't like about superstars? Well, I think it's uh, we, uh, we have a tendency to uh, uh, take out our shortcomings. And I'm talking about we men and Ray. I don't know. What years were you in Philadelphia? I was here from 81 through 86. Okay. Right okay. after they went to the Super Bowl. There you go. And then, in, the, in, in and then the next go. year we yeah, lost to the know, Giants. I, I guess you and, uh, well, you just miss Herb Luss, who's a wonderful human being. You know, that's for sure. But I... I I think it's the fact that, you know, we're not New York, we're not Washington, we're, and I've done radio shows in the late 80s after you were gone on our Philadelphia men in sad shape today. I think we're insecure. If you go to a Redskins game, and I have gone to a Redskins game and a, a Giants game, nobody bothers you. They have lives. Hey, Bob, Bob, we got to take a break. If you can hold on for a few more minutes. My well, pleasure. My- yeah, just hold on for a second. Uh, we have to take a break. Anyway, you're listening to The Ray Ellis Show with Fan Man on the VoiceAmericaSports.com radio network. And we'll be right back after these messages. Hey, and the good Reverend Herb Luss. That's my buddy. Okay. That's my buddy. The kicker. Great running back. It's no, the kicker. Running back. It's the kicker. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. In the great scheme of things, a minute isn't all that much, unless you happen to have a stroke. All of a sudden, those minutes count. Minutes that could mean losing your ability to talk, move, or walk. Which is why, if you can get help in time, your stroke can be treated. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face. If you experience this, call 911 immediately. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. We're back. Uh, we want to thank all those listeners out there for listening to us. If you'd like to call, you can call in at 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. The only reason I say the last four numbers is because Ray can't count that high. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. Right. I, that, <laughs> anyway, that's a lot. I was just some zeros after that. That's I'd all. Happy about yeah, that. You'd be really lost. <laughs> anyway, we have Bob from uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on the line. And, Bob, uh, we'd like to say thank you very much for calling in. And we hey, hope it's you my continue. pleasure. And talk about charisma. You guys make a great team. Honestly, you know, I mean, my God, we need you in Philadelphia. Well, we're we're, we're representing Philly. We should be Phoenix. working. We should be working at WIP. You maybe guys got Howard Eskins. You don't need. Yeah, you got maybe <laughs> a step above some of the people at WIP. I'm just being honest. We appreciate it, Bob. The truth hurts. The truth heals. Hey, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And by the way, what's the name of that book you you had out back in the day? Oh my God, Life and Love are not spectator sports. And I'm going to call in again as we get closer to the. Uh, uh, the birthday anniversary of uh, Martin Luther King, and we'll talk at that time. Okay, Bob. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call, Bob. Okay. Thank you. All right. 
you know, I, no, it was, a, it was a great book. He gave me a book. It was very inspiring at the time. You know I, read? I, I just been cut. Yeah, oh, Ohio okay. State. They, you uh, have to read it. You can't. Oh, that's right. You, you you went to the Ohio State, the Ohio so you State. have to know how to read. Okay. Yeah, but listen, I, I just yeah, want to talk about some other things that are happening. You know, around well, what, around what, the what, world what, of what, sports. What's happening? And you know, steroids. You oh know, yeah. Steroids. <laughs> you know, everybody beat Barry Bonds up about steroids. You know, and uh, you know, all of a sudden there's some other people's names that have come some out. Some big and, names. And all of a sudden, yeah, Roger Clemens as big as you can get. You know, but he's not getting the same type of uh, you know press, the negative press. They're not going after him like they're going after everybody else. But you know what? You know what my take is about it. Well, what's your take? So what? I don't care. What? I've never cared. I've been a corner and a strong safety. In college football and in the National Football League and had to go after men much bigger than me, I don't care. But anyway, we got Todd on the line from Philly. Maybe Todd has an opinion about steroids or, or about the Eagles game. Todd, are you there? I'm here. Hey, how Todd. You, how you doing, Todd? I'm doing fine. How you guys doing? Good, good. Hanging so in there. Are, you, are you in a happy mood since the, since the Eagles uh, beat the Cowboys? Well, Ray, you know, I went into the game uh, as a Cowboys fan and Knowing that it would be wait, good wait, for wait, the wait, 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 whoa, whoa, wait, you're, wait, wait. you're from you, Philly and you're a Cowboys fan? Absolutely. Oh my God, what are you doing on the air here? What, what, <laughs> we don't, we don't no, we're both Eagle fans. <laughs> you, you, you guys need a winning perspective on this call. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay, Batman, let, let, let's give him a couple Okay, seconds. okay, go ahead. This is for the fans, Todd, so go ahead. Well, let me, let me just uh, address your point, Batman, uh, about being a Cowboys fan in, in Philly. Uh, as I've said to people many times, if you were a little kid growing up, when I grew up, and you liked football and you liked to win, you couldn't like the Eagles. Uh, okay. But anyway, I was a Roger Staubach fan as a little kid and never lost it. And I guess four Super Bowls later, uh, we're going for our first ring on our second hand. Wow. Damn, man, he's throwing shots. I mean, I'll tell you, he's, he's throwing shot. shots. I mean, he's throwing This is low blows, too. Yeah, but you, if, yeah, you were, no, if you no, were no, a winner no, 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 no. and you wanted to root for a winning team, you couldn't root for the Eagles? For the Eagles? Uh, I mean, right, right. It's, it's, it's what I call the Rosa Parks philosophy. You know, we don't have to sit on the back of the bus anymore. We can go wherever we need to. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're really digging deep there, hey, my Todd, man. Hey, Todd, you know what? I, I, you know what? Uh, what happened Sunday, dude? To your Dallas it was a, Cowboys. It was, it, was, it was a great game for the Eagles, but yeah. I hate to say it, though, but... Dallas beat themselves at 10-6, or whether or not they would have scored or not, what they've been doing all season. But I will take nothing away from the Philadelphia Eagles. Thank it you. was good for the city. Hey, don't you go anywhere. We have our correspondents from Philly. Our yeah, correspondents, well, let's, no, let's Jeff, keep Todd on, on, and, and, yeah, line, I want yeah. Todd to go anywhere. Todd, Todd you're staying on line, hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Jeff, listen, uh, can I hire you for a hit? There's a guy on the phone who's actually a Cowboys fan, lives in Philly. we got to take care of this guy. Hey, hey, hey Todd, let me ask you. It's going to cost you a little extra. Okay, I, hey, I can I, do it. I don't have a problem. I'll, I'll, I'll lease you one of my Super Bowl rings. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, hey uh, Jeff, can you give us a little insight? You've been there. You've, you've talked to the guys. You've talked to Andy. You've talked to everybody. Uh, you know, last few weeks, it's been everybody's been in mourning. What's the atmosphere there in Philly with the exception of, of this guy, Todd, that's on the phone? How's everybody feeling now? Uh, a little too late, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it is a little bit too late. But it's Dallas. It's Dallas. feels great when the Eagles win. Yeah, but it's and Dallas. They, it can't they, be too late for Dallas. And they want to throw McNabb or somebody else out of the city when the Eagles lose. No, no. Hey, you know what, uh, Jeff? Uh, you know when when Westbrook did that deal on Sunday when he dropped on the one yard line, which I thought was absolutely terrific, and yeah. said, "Todd, listen to this. You're not going to win this game, Cowboys. We're going to keep the ball. We're going to run the timeout." It was a phenomenal play. Most people thought he was stupid because a lot of a lot of people don't understand it. But he said, mm -hmm. "No way are you getting that ball back." W w what's the say in Philly about that? And Todd, you have a you have a chance to say something here too. Well, I, I, just real quickly, is that most people are just praising it as one of the most selfless acts you've seen. In football, not only this year but in quite some time. Hey, hey, hey Todd, how, how, and, and let's be honest here, everybody, you know, it's on this line now. Todd, when you saw that, did you understood? Did you understand exactly what was happening? Absolutely, because Ray, I heard your comment a little while ago about what happened when you were in Cleveland. But yes, it very clearly, other than being an unselfish play by Westbrook, who is absolutely a class act um, here in Philadelphia, um, clearly that was an indication that if he would have scored Dallas's high-powered offense this year. There was the, the likelihood that they could come back and and challenge for the win. Well, I, I think on on that particular day, the odds were against you because that high-powered was very low-powered throughout oh, the, the majority you, you of that day. Look what happened in Buffalo. Well, it, I mean, it, what, well, it, on any given Sunday, it, it can it, it can't happen. I, but it did not happen. Let me just say this about Westbrook, though. I, I also admire the fact that. 
that, that Westbrook, you know, gave the honors to, to John, John Runyon. Run- to John and Runyon, said yeah. the, the fact of the matter is, listen, John suggested that I do this. But still, with all that, in, in, you know, taken into consideration, some people would still be very selfish and, Absolutely. you know, still want to get their statistics up. You know, that we don't know this, but it could affect if he's the leading, you know, scorer in the NFL. There's a bonus there. Yeah. If, you know, if he scores more touchdowns than any other running back, That's there true. could be a bonus. As a matter of fact, right now, Fitzgerald has, a, uh, you know, here in, 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 in well, Arizona, has a $5 million bonus if he makes the Pro Bowl. You know, so there are always incentives and contracts that John Runyon might not have been aware of the fact that, if, hey, he, he might have got a couple extra million dollars if he scored. Well, you know touchdown. what I want to say? I think that Romo had a problem because he had that uh, got stupid blonde in the stands cheering him on. What was oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, what, Jeff, what, is, what do you think about that, well, Jeff? What do you, what do you guys think I'm about sorry. that? Well, well, well it clearly problem. was a distraction. That's a problem, fan man. That's a problem. I'd like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 no. hey, uh, Todd, listen, yeah. I, I don't know about you and uh, your situation, but, you know, if you've ever been an athlete in your life, it has the fact that your girlfriend was, you know, in the stands, did that ever affect your play? Well, uh, Ray, when I was playing in high school uh, here in Philadelphia and, you know, had a new girlfriend, I actually, years ago, this was many years ago, asked her to not come to the game. Because Why is that? I knew it would be a distraction. You know what? The, the distraction I think Tony was going through during that Dallas Philly game was that she's going to be uh, she's up for a nude part in some kind of porn movie. They're going to do it. They're going to do a movie about some porn star, and she's going to be in it. And she's going to take her for close frontal nudity. PG. Jessica does Dallas Was that a Jessica does Dallas reference? Jessica <laughs> does Dallas. Yeah, they, they, she's up for a movie, and you know she was there, and the way she was looking and smiling, I could see why Tony. I mean, I was even getting excited myself. I'm going, oh, my God, keep the camera on her. Wait, I, I mean, wait, you, that, you want my quarterback's girlfriend? You want some of our rings? I mean, you guys trying to move back to Philadelphia or go to Dallas and do the show? Uh, I, I, I was like, oh, my God. You know, and then, and I so, thought she was there for a cheerleader audition, really. That's what I thought. I, I'm telling you. I mean, a couple times when they paying that camera over, I thought that those legs were open myself. I, I, I hey, Tony hey, was, let, let me get my knock in on Dallas. Well, since we're all, we're, we can, and everybody's here. <laughs> there is not a stadium that is more awful than to go to than that Texas stadium. What a dump. I'm glad they're building a new one. Better oh, that is a dump. I, you know what? I was in Dallas uh, about a year and a half ago and passed that place. That is a oh. dump. Well, it's been oh, around it for so like long. It's like a dump with five Super Bowl rings sitting on the side. Yeah, it's, yes, Todd. It's, it's Thank been, you, Todd. It's, it's been around for so long, guys, and it is time that they get a new stadium. But I have to say this, guys. Stadiums don't win ball games. Hey, Todd, let me say something to you. I really do appreciate that you are a Dallas. Uh, he's standing uh, up. He called in. No, that's okay. That's good. I mean, he's a Dallas. We want the fans going. He's a Dallas fan. He grew up in Dallas. He likes Roger Stone. He didn't grow up in Dallas. Oh, he grew up in, you, I grew up in Philly. Oh, you grew up in Philly. Philly. Well, you're really just, an oddball. And he's still alive. He's, he's still, do you go to the games and wear your Dallas uh, shirts? And you, you remember, remember the uh, the black dude with the gunfighter? The cowboy hat. Remember oh, the cowboy well, hat? He got beat up. You're hey, lucky he you beat up. I used to go to the games. That's I used time. to go to games, but your caller before hit the nail on the head. What's I that? I stopped going because of the ignorance of the fans. Wait, throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Snowballs at Santa Claus. Santa I was doing that. I got kicked. I got kicked. Hey, I got kicked. wearing Dallas jerseys, which is... Appalling to me. I got kicked out of that stadium like four times. Well, you know, okay, now I will, you know, <laughs> give Todd, you know, whatever he deserves when it's when it comes to that kind of comment because I think Philadelphia is the first team in the history of the NFL that ever had a judge that <laughs> held court held in court stadium. in the basement of the stadium, right? You know. I knew I knew I knew where he was going there. <laughs> yeah, right. So, they do, and you know what they did? That was getting better. No, that was the first stadium in the country to cut off booze at halftime. Well, they they needed to cut it off. They had to cut it off because it, it, it was really bad. It was really so, crazy. So, uh, Jeff, going forward, give us some insight on what's happening going forward. I'm sorry. Can you give us some give us some insight on going forward? You and Donovan had a good game. You know, Westbrook well, had a good, I mean, you know, good game. Uh, Defense as usual, good. nothing around here comes without a little controversy, and um, this time I hope kind of created a little bit. But um, not, did you guys actually watch the game uh, on the network? Did you see the game? Oh yeah. Oh, it, it was um, on national TV. It was yes. On national TV. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right on the Dallas Channel. Pam Oliver had a report um, that said that Donovan was, you know, uh, that she gathered from her conversation before the game with Donovan that the organization was trying to distance itself from him. Um, it didn't. Let, it was afraid of all the negative public reaction it was getting from McNabb, and um, that McNabb felt unhappy and that uh, you know he might be moving on. So Pam Oliver said all this in her sideline report, and after the game, McNabb said, "No, I didn't. I didn't say that. I deny that." And, um, you know, she, that was her talking, not me, and she didn't get that from me. So then I called Pam Oliver later last uh, last night, and she defended herself to the fullest and kind of criticized McNabb, saying he's he's trying to make her out to be the liar, and now she doesn't 
trust him anymore, and it's kind of become a, you know how, how things are in Philadelphia. It's ballooned and it's become the story of the day today. So we don't know who so, who told the truth and who did not tell the truth. I remember I heard that from Pam saying that on the sidelines that he wasn't happy. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right. Hey, right. Why should he be? He needs to go. But well, you know what? I think he should go. I, you know, I, I mean, I love Donovan, but I think I think he's about done. The fans want that Super Bowl. Oh. Ray has said it over and over and again. He, he's taken him to the promise, almost to the promised land, but hasn't gotten there. And I think it's time to, to move on. And I think that if he goes someplace else, look out, he's going to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Oh, well, fellas, let me let me tell you what I think the, the the real issue is, which is the ownership. I mean, Troy Aikman said, and obviously I, I love Troy Aikman. Uh, Troy Aikman said during the game that Donald McNabb is probably the only successful quarterback in the last several years that has never been given good receivers other than T.O. Okay, has no receivers to throw the ball at. But he took the Eagles to four NFC championships, the Super Bowl, and they want to throw the guy out of town. Yeah. What's that? I'm going to interject one thing on that, and I, I'm not saying I disagree with you on ownership, but I will say that the year the, the Patriots won the Super Bowl with David Given. David Patton and Deion Branch, none of those three made a Pro Bowl. No, they didn't, but look at what uh, New England did get, getting up to that particular point. They were already a very, very good team getting that point. But you That's look right, right but now, it, it counteracts for Troy Aikman's point, though, that it's always there the weapons that Donovan has and he doesn't have anything to work with. Well, you know, like I said, that none of those guys are Pro Bowlers on New England, and Tom Brady figured out where it is. Hey, guys. Exactly. But, I mean, Brady and McNabb are somewhere in the same realm of hey guys, being around for several Jeff years. Todd. Jeff Todd, we got to take a break. Hold on. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. Uh, you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. I am mad. And we're paying bills at this time. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, speak up, speak up or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two, and it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win. With Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. You bet.com's playing to win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum, or click on playing to win at you bet.com. Hello? Hi, Bill? Uh, this is George Dewey from up the street. Oh, hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. Say, I noticed you've been walking to work these days instead of driving, mm. and I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but... But... But what? But... But... Your butt. Your buttocks. Your butt. I think I found your butt on my front lawn. Cap, you recently lost it. As a matter of fact, I have, George. It's about time someone noticed. Well, it was kind of hard to miss, if you know what I mean. Anyways, would you like it back? Would I like it back? No, not really. So it's okay if I throw it out? Sure, that's fine. Take it easy, George. Small step number eight. Walk instead of driving whenever you can. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to help you become a healthier, well, you. Get started at www.smallstep.gov and take a small step to get healthy. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Da, 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 da. Anyway, Fan Man with Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis Sports Show on the VoiceAmericaSports.com radio network. And uh, the call-in number, if you'd like to join us, one 472 5788 Again, 866 
four seven two five seven eight eight. And we have uh, Jeff from Philly, and we have Todd from but, Philly. But, but I want to I want to address Jeff for a minute. Hey Jeff, you you still there? Yeah, me. Yeah, you know, um, you know, I, I'm on the other side. I, I got a microphone now, and I hadn't had a microphone for years, you know. And I was on the other side of the microphone where you guys put the microphone in front of my mouth, and I had to say what I had to say. But let me say this: I always responded to what the question was. If there was no microphone there, then sometimes you have guys in the media and women in the media that you become friends with. My question to you is, do you think that possibly that Pam and Donovan was having a casual conversation and then she turned around and put that on the air? Um, Pam went to great lengths to describe to me how she went up and approached Donovan. Um, and, and she did that on purpose, which... And she also told me she was mentoring a young woman on the television industry, and she was mentoring this woman the entire game, and the, the woman was at her hip, as she described. And she wanted to show the woman how she had done this, you know, the professional manner in which she approached um, subjects for interview. And she specifically told me that she kind of walked near Donovan while he was throwing warm-up passes to A.J. Feely and waited for the signal that she would normally get from Donovan, meaning, it's okay, we can talk, let us let us talk, okay? And then... They had what she said was about a five-minute conversation. She made it. She told me, and I'm not on the sidelines, so Ray. So I don't know this, but I, I assume it to be true that this is kind of standard what sideline reporters do. They do have pregame access, and they do talk to athletes, especially the star athletes, and then they do their sideline reports based on those conversations. She said Donovan has done this with her before. That he is a communications major at Syracuse. He understands the media. He understands how it works. And if you know Donovan, like I, the way I do and the way she does, and I'm sure you guys have seen before, he doesn't say things that you can't get him to say something he doesn't want out there. You know, you don't fool Donovan. You don't trip him up. Hey, Jeff, you're right. Donovan's been around for a long time. He knows how to deal with the media and play the media. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you take one from the other, but if he said that, do you think he might have said, well, I'm just a little bit upset or maybe said it off color where she took it as real to get ratings to infuriate this whole thing in Philadelphia and around the country about McNabb? I don't know. For her I own good from, self. I'd love to have been a, the, the thing about trying to pick sides here is that the, the honest thing I can say is not, not one of us was there. Right. It was a conversation yeah. between two people, and it has literally become a he said, she said. That's exactly what she wanted, and she, she's getting all the positive, and he's getting dumped on. Yeah, my well, my no, feeling there's, is... There's some people... There's a, a, in Philadelphia, there is, it's, I wouldn't say it's 50-50, I would say. It is more people in pro-Pam Oliver, but there are some people who are calling up saying that Pam Oliver is full of it. So. Hey, hey, hey uh, I think, Todd, Todd, you still there? You got an opinion about I, that? I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess my, my issue is, and one of the points that I actually wanted to bring out on, on this segment was in particularly relative to... Donovan and these news stories and the ownership issues is when that race issue came out earlier in the season. And I remember hearing, I think it was Sean Salisbury from ESPN, made the comment or some one of the commentators that that was a taped interview in August, and what? it was a series of questions that were asked of him. But the only thing that came out was a question about race, and it just so happened it came out after they lost to the Washington Redskins. And, you know, I was concerned. I mean, and this is why I have issues with the Eagles' ownership. Nobody came out and said that that was taken out of context. It left it to Donovan to defend it. And even if Donovan would have said something to Pam Oliver this weekend, there's no way that he meant for that to come out. Especially no right even in front. It, confidence. Especially and, right in the in Dallas-Philly game, no way. I mean, that's, it does sound odd. I mean, and, and again, and odd, what I mean, it, it sounds odd, but you're talking to a sideline reporter before a team. Hey, let me say this to you. And this is what, hey, I got a comment, guys, only because of the fact, again, I've been there. And, and I'm going to give you guys an example that I think you guys have been there long enough that you would know the relationship between two people that existed years ago, Charles Barkley and Howard Eskins. And I know that there were times where Howard would be on the court while the team is warming up, and when the team was trying to run Charles out of well, the city or whoever was trying to run him out of town, eventually ran him here to Phoenix, I'm sure there were things said. And I bet you... Howard, it probably would have been juicy news, but he didn't report everything that Charles said to him. Well, um, you know, I know what you're getting at, Ray, and I know how Howard operates a little bit differently than, than everybody around here. I mean, it's, he, he talks well, no, to no, guys. Howard's not, no, no, guys, don't, hey, I don't want to think, Jeff, you know that Howard's not the only person in the media that has a relationship with athletes. Oh, right, right. But what I'm trying to tell you is that um, the way Pam approached it, in her opinion, and I'm not, again, I don't know what happened. I was only, I'm only the, the messenger, not um she went 
step by step through the process in which she talked to him and told me that this is the way she has done it with Donovan before. It just so happens that whatever interviews have gone on before and her sideline report were not as controversial. It just so happened that this one broached a sensitive subject for the moment. Okay. So that's, anyway, that's, I'm, all I'm saying is she took the same protocol she's taken for her other sideline report. Okay, getting she over that. Wasn't and, and, thinking. What I want to do is get into another subject again with the media and these coaches and the way things are done with athletes. Uh, mm-hmm. Bobby Petrino, of all people, that little swine. You know yeah. what, what? What? I mean, how's everybody feeling about that around the country? This guy lies to the lies to the, the people of Atlanta, and then he's lying over here. I mean, I mean, why would they even hire this guy as a coach? Well, listen, the, the only the it's only people who look at this as something other than business are the fans. The fans are the ones that are emotionally attached to these teams. Players have learned over the years to understand that this is a business, and the coaches are. Yeah, not but here's the business. Here's what he did. Hey, Jeff and Todd. Uh, I mean, he assured Arthur Blank, who's the owner of the Falcons, he assured them he was committed to the team despite all of its turmoil. What do you expect? Him, what, what do you expect him to say? Wait, wait. I don't want to be here anymore. What happens to the college coaches, specifically Rich Rodriguez and some of the other coaches, when they say, well, no, I'm not considering, and then a week later or a day later, okay, they're getting a new contract from a new school? God, I mean, they, the been, this has been this has been happening for years, for years, and everybody needs to atta- detach themselves emotionally and realize that this is a business. Well, no, I understand it's a business, but if you don't if you don't want to coach for the Atlanta Falcons anymore, and you know you're fed up with all the Michael Vick mess and all that crap down there, say I'm leaving. I got a better offer. I'm going to go. Tell you're, not, you're not going to walk away from the money. You don't. Well, walk he already away. had the money. Walk. No, he did not. Yeah, have yes, the money. he did. He couldn't he just did. quit without uh, another contract. The West Virginia coach just just left. Now he's going to Michigan. He's not even going to be here at the Fiesta Bowl. Why but, would he do that? He left once he had his contract in hand. Exactly. He, he left. I mean, I don't like what Petrino did, but still, as Ray said, it's a business. No, I understand I mean, it's a business, Jeff. I understand that. And that's and that's what, and that's what, and Jeff, I'm so glad you and Todd are on this conversation and, and, and here with Fan Man, so I don't have to be the only one who, who kind of beats him up a little bit. No, I just don't think he, it's right. He is I a think fan, you be honest. and I appreciate his perspective as a fan. No, the fans but, are pissed off in Atlanta. I know, but, but, but these guys, Jeff, who reports, and, and also Todd, who follows it, they're giving you another perspective to let you know well, that, it's a, that it's a business. And, 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 Philly. and one, of the, one of the perspectives is if your franchise player turns his back on the coach, which I mean, even as an African-American, what Michael Vick did, I think he should be put under the jail. I mean, but on top of losing $110 million over two years for something is absolutely stupid. Right. But that entire organization was built around Michael Vick. And this dogfighting issue didn't happen overnight. I mean, it's one thing after another thing, and I mean, okay, I look so at it as though Michael okay. Vick turned his back on the coach in the okay, entire so basically, so basically, you said this was this has been going on for quite some time, and the ownership of the Atlanta Falcons should have taken, um, should have stepped up to the plate and stopped it before it got out of hand. Is that what you're saying? I mean, that could be a factor in it, but I mean, again, I mean, Michael Vick turned his back on that organization. Yes, he did. Okay. Well, he did that by the dogfighting, but he also he turned he turned his back on the coach. And you are right, but if they already knew about it, if they knew this was going on internally, why didn't they do something I about disagree it? With, I disagree with. I disagree with both. Fans. I disagree with no, both. No, it's not right. Because, no, no, you no, know, it's no. not. Michael Vick Michael did not Vick, turn his Michael, back on Michael that Vick. Team. Let screwed me tell that you. Team. No, no, let me tell you. Yes, he did. Who's turned their back on people? Who? Those people who have been doing steroids and all those other. You know, performance enhancement drugs. They oh, turned their back on the team. Another, no, we need, we no, need three more hours. Because that did not affect the team. The only reason why that affected the team is because the team decided to get rid of Michael Vick. This did, this here affects the team. You know what? If, uh, Which uh, I don't care. Let me let me go on record saying, yeah, it. Jeff, uh, could you, you please print this? Print it, <laughs> Jeff. Can you print yeah, this I'm for sorry. me? I'm sorry, my head my head's in a whirl here. I haven't even said <laughs> yet. He wasn't expecting this. Yeah, uh, yeah, because this came out of nowhere. Because I I just wanted to, you know blindside famine with this. I don't steroids. So what? A guy outweighs me by a hundred pounds. He might as well be on steroids. I don't know if he is or not. But guess what? I got to go up against that guy. Well, I'm not, not going to go out and take steroids. That's not fair. He plays a position that's of not which. Fair. Why isn't it? All right, look, look. He's is, a defensive you know, line. You know He's an offensive line, man. Okay. I'm a DB. It, Okay. What's not fair? This about is that? a whole other show because we could speak for no, four hours. No, we're going to talk about it now. Now, we know we don't we're have enough time to talk about it now. now. We need to get more time. Hey guys, <laughs> we're talking about steroids now. I'm talking I'll about change the subject. You know why? Michael Vick, going I'll back to right. now, I'm going to go back to Michael Vick and, and what Jeff said. He did turn his back on the team. He I turned his back that. on the. That was Todd. Well, I said, I said a word. Oh, Todd, I'm sorry. I you guys confused. Right, there okay. you go. He, he's, he's confused, guys. I'm confused. I, at the start of the show, told you guys <laughs> we're going to talk about steroids. And before you guys are gone, I'd like to just get some input, and particularly from Jeff, about the steroid issue. In baseball. 
Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's been reported with baseball, so let's let's go with baseball. Yeah, but everybody yes. else cleaned the act up. Okay, you want? What, what would you like to know, right? I mean, well, I, I, I would just like to know. I mean, you, you you are a reporter, but at the same time, you have a personal opinion as well. So maybe a little bit of a personal insight. Uh, well, no, professional insight in covering and. You know, like everybody else said, they just look at these guys and they can tell they're on steroids. You know, what's been yeah, your I mean, experience? Obviously, the news wasn't the thing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that want to call these guys cheaters and put asterisks next to all their names, and and you know, yeah, they they cheated. But it, in my my in my view, I don't I don't believe in this asterisk or taking away of records. I believe that the level the playing field was actually level because I believe there were that many people using steroids. I honestly believe that that if you Look, every single team, you'd probably find the same percentage of guys on each team were using steroids, and it was probably a very you big know what, number. You know what, Jeff, and, Jeff? and the fact that they don't test for HGH is the biggest abomination of all, and the NFL is getting a free pass on that. And Jeff, they I, don't take test for HGH, and I can tell you, there's a lot of guys who are in their 30s uh, in, in the NFL who look like they're in their 20s, and right. uh, yeah, you have to wonder. Okay, anyway, Jeff, Todd, we got to take a break. Hope you stay, guys stay on the line. We'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the okay. Voice America Sports Radio Network at voiceamericasports.com with Ray Ellis and, of course, Fan Man. And we'll be right back with Todd and Jeff in Philadelphia after these messages. Your Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two, and it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras playing to win. With Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form, or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The Sports Mavericks Show redefines the elite athlete by bridging the gap between parents, athletes, and the community. Host Ida Moyer, a.k.a. the Oprah of Sports, brings to the Voice America Network original programming, balancing the pursuit of academic excellence and sports participation. The Sports Mavericks Show airs every Tuesday evening at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Listeners will be engaged in straightforward talk, spontaneous and unscripted by the experts. Ida and her guests will explore the challenges of success and failure in sports and will help athletes and their parents navigate the transition from high school, college, and then on to the pros. We put fun back into sports and recognize role models in sports through our Sports Mavericks All-Star Award program. Tune in Tuesday evenings at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Ida Mouillet and the Sports Mavericks Show right here on The Voice. Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Okay, we're back, guys. Fan man's got to go, guys. I, you know, there, there was something happened here over the Arizona Cardinals in a game, and Larry Fitzgerald was running down the sideline. He fumbles the ball. He loses control of the ball. Fan man swears it's because he was looking at the cheerleaders. Well, in the USA Today, uh, the, the kid who uh, I think his name is Carmelo, who caught the touchdown for the Dolphins, they have a picture of a cheerleader in the background, but he wasn't looking at the cheerleader. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this. Yeah, that's another, <laughs> You're listening that's to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice American Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And uh, I think we still got uh, Todd and uh, and Jeff on, on, on the line there. And listen, guys, I know we were kind of all over the place there, but... Um, you know, that's the beauty of this. We are not, you know, sports reporters. We're just two talk show hosts, and we ha- like to have fun. 
and we've got two guys on here we've been uh we've been having fun with but uh let me just uh, ask jeff a question you know you know can donovan recover this week stay focused go on and lead the team to you know two final victories oh yeah absolutely he could i mean if you can be cowboys in dallas uh you know you can but really i mean i think what what you saw is that it takes more than donovan i mean if you would have said the Eagles were going to score 10 points in Dallas uh, and win, I think that she would have been pretty surprised. You were, not the fact that they only gave up 10 points or six points, but that they only scored 10 and won. And that, that's kind of been the story all season. They just uh, offensively haven't been able to get it going. But, well, I thought, you know, I, I th- yeah. the defense, they, they got, you know, it's not like New Orleans, New Orleans has found itself and is really playing well. But, you know, I, I think that they haven't found I guess we'll see how it all plays out, Jeff. I I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I'm really not surprised. No, I wasn't surprised. I knew they were going to win that game. I picked the Eagles to win the game. I figured, you know, they're going to go in there and they're going to show the NFL and the country, hey, we're going to stomp on the cowpokes. We're going to take it to the take it to the bank here, and they did. And I think next uh, week and the week after, they uh, they should win. Went overboard. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Going going for, going right, Todd. going going forward there, Jeff. Uh, you know, you got you're the Dallas Cowboys. You're the New England Patriots. You know. You are already in the you're in that coach. You're already in the playoff. You pretty much have you know sealed you know your opportunity to play for the championship. Do you continue to play your starters for the rest of the season? Oh, Jeff, you there? Oh yeah, I'm there. I, was, I thought you were addressing that question. No, no, no. I no, I was asking you. You know, how, what do you think that the, the, the majority of the teams should do? Uh-huh. In particular, I guess the everybody's looking at the Patriots. Should they play their starters? Um, it depends. I mean, I, I think that they should embrace the fact that they be- can become the only undefeated team uh, in the 16 and 0 schedule, and uh, that, that's something that it's, it's a different kind of record. It's a, it's a special kind of record, and I, I really do think that the Colts kind of dropped the ball the last few years on how special and significant that would be. Um, granted, they did win a Super Bowl, and so I'm sure that that's their only justification. But I really do think the Patriots should at least play their their guys and get the lead. First half and, and try to try to win and go sixteen and zero. For the sport, I think it would be a, a wonderful thing. Yeah, I, I think for the fans, you know, whoever you know gets to go undefeated, you know, that's something. Of course, they cherish. You know, they become lifelong memories. But you know, when you look at guys that are out there on the field, I, and I think Randy's Moss's uh, comments that he's made the last couple of days, he's kind of leaning towards. Listen, you know, let's practice. Let's make sure we're in great shape. Uh, let's stay focused. But man, we got to win the Super Bowl. The ultimate goal is to win the Super Bowl. Now, yeah. that that kind of ties a little bit. I don't want to go back to the steroids too much, but it kind of you know that's what sports is all about. You're going to have guys who who get injured. That's a part of the game. And if your guy gets injured and he's not available to play, then you got to have, as you always talk about, backups. Yeah, good backups. I've always said that. You know, and so if you don't have backups in place and, and the, the guy doesn't recover from the injury, that's a part of the game. Well, I agree with Jeff. I think New England is going to go for the 16-0. and They're going to play the starters. They're going to keep them the way they're going uh, right into the Super Bowl. And my question to both Todd and Jeff would be, I think New England will be in it. And who do you think is going to be the other team? Todd, why don't you answer well, that? Why, why, you why, why even ask me that question? <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I figured you'd say Dallas. Anyway, we got, guys, we got to go. Thank you again for another uh, enjoyable Thanks, afternoon of talking football in the NFL. Thanks, Todd. Hey, Todd, hey, I, I guess you know, you're going to be moving out to Philadelphia pretty soon, huh? Todd, I'm coming after um, you tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go down in Dallas in a little bit, and I'm uh, glad to uh, have some uh, Closet Cowboys fans on the line. Oh, okay. I'm going to find your Mustang, Todd, and, and track you down. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, see okay. you guys later. Hey, All listen, right. the Arizona Cardinals, it, it's really not over for them right now. We always get to what? this point where we, we got to hear the homeless. It is, it, I'm it telling is you right over. now, there are people, their jobs are on the line. Well, that's what you're talking about. There are jobs yeah. on the line. Now, now well, somebody asked a crazy question. If he was yeah. going to find players for penalties. Um, I don't think he can do that. Well, you can do whatever they want. No, the league can do that, but the, he, the coach can't do it. No, no, no. He can do that. Was it not? If he wants, if the they coach want, to, they can do anything. You know, I watch that game. You know, I'm just like, you know, with the rest of these fans here, I'm just tired of it. You watch the Eagles in Dallas, and you watch, you know, these other games and these other play. I mean, it, it, 
it's almost to the point that a college team could beat the Cardinals. They, 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 there's no motivation, and they keep on saying the same thing no, over and over I, I and over again. I disagree. You know why? Because you, know listen, why? you can disagree all you want. Tempers have flared in that what? locker room. The, the last two I, weeks, tempers have been flared. Well, you know on what? The Put the temper. Kurt Put the, Warner. I don't care. Put the temper on the field. Kurt Warner is throwing interceptions all over the place because the O-line's not protecting him. Maybe they don't like Kurt. Do you no, ever think about that? No. The fact of the matter Where's is what Hollywood Kurt, Kurt is, what he's trying to do is he's trying <laughs> to make something happen. But he, but so he's holding on to the ball. Uh, give me another second. Give me another second. Give me another second. And he doesn't get that he second. Well, but he's not, he's not one of those guys that's holding on the ball because of the fact he doesn't know what's you know happening. What, you know what, Ray? We, we have discussed this, fought this, uh, argued about it, debated it, whatever, you wanna, whatever word you want to use. The bottom line is they continue to lose. And it's not over... It, it just goes on and on. And like I said, I was on Channel 12 the other day. My name uh, on one of these newspapers is the same old crap. And I had to say this. I basically said, you know what? I'm sick of hearing next year. I don't want to hear next year anymore. You know what? And then next year comes and everybody gets ra- rowdy for pro football. And I think the season ticket holders are finally fed up with the Birdwells. They're fed up with everything. They're fed- they brought this coach in here. That's another thing. The coach has been around the Pittsburgh Steelers for nine years. He played in the NFL. He knows football. He knows it way better than me. And the mistakes on that field were just not acceptable. And they should not be in the position they're in. They should be they should be nine and seven, nine and six and ready to go in the playoffs. And they just make too many mistakes and penalties. And you're right, maybe they should be fined for making the penalties. I don't think no, I'm not no, I'm not saying that. I'm simply saying I, that I, that was addressed. But certainly if you look at a team well, that's you, what you, have to look, you have to look at a team and this, they're this, the highest does this team, team in the does this team have a nucleus. No, they, they don't. Yes, this team no, does have a nucleus. You know what they keep on you saying. You got all pros on no, this you, football you team. You got a few p- players that play hard and, and, I, and that's and you what, what you call a nucleus. But that that's not that's not serving out to the rest of the team. It's not happening. You want to give away Larry Fitzgerald? No. Okay, you want to give away Antoine Bowden? No, I know. Okay, you want to give away Kurt Warner? Um, right now, with the way he's played, I, you want to give know, you want you want to give away. Uh, I want Ho- Dansby. I want know, we, I, I, I want Hollywood Matt back in there. You want Matt Liner yeah. back in? I think Matt Liner is the 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 key to the future. I, I I'm holding. You think? In, wait, you, I am you holding. Think that he's the key to the yeah, future. Yeah, I am holding. Team? I'm applying for a job with the Arizona Tweety Birds next week. I'm applying. What, what, I'm applying for a job. For Matt's job? No, not for Matt's job. I'm going to be the um, person who picks the players. I know I can do a really good job. I was telling my girlfriend about that the other day. Anyway, the Cardinals play in Atlanta Falcons this Sunday. Who cares? And also uh, St. Louis the following week because they're basically out of it. And those, are two, Louis, mu- those are two must-win games and two games that they can Atlanta, win. Atlanta's out of it, and so is St. Louis. You so can who finish cares? up the season I'm eight, going, eight. I'm going to the golf course. I could care less. They're out. I, I, you know, I don't even care. I'm going to the golf course, and I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to and Vegas. And you're going to bet for them? Or I'm not betting them? anything. I'm just going to go to Vegas and have a good time. Well, I think they're going to close it out on a high note. They're going to win the last two games. They're going to look back and say what could have happened. And they're going to have something to build you know, on. This is I, a good you know, place to you know, start. You know what? One thing I want to say to you, one thing, and you better listen to me, too. <laughs> have a Merry Christmas, right? And a Happy New Year to you. You got it. But the Cardinals, <laughs> the Cardinals are also going to have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. But guess what? They're yeah. not going to start getting ready for that Christmas. Until they play this week, you can't uh, start. Pl- you God. can't you start never preparing stop. for Christmas you never before stop. a game. You never, you never stop. If they're you they're do, playing for their jobs now. Who cares? The fans don't give they a better shit. Play they better play. Fans their, don't care. The fans care. Anyway, we're out of here. You guys, we're going to be on the pre-record next week. They'll pick out one of the shows that we do. Who knows? Anyway, we're number two in the Voice America Sports Network. Of course, we're climbing up with a ton of listeners on the number biggest internet radio sports station in the country. Ray. And, you know, I'm happy because fan manager is going and going and going and going. But you listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. And we're the number one co-host in the world. And I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.